Hi, my name is Angela. Welcome to a new episode of my podcast, Heal Thy Feminine. Here is where I discuss the importance of connecting to and healing your inner girl in order to embody healthy femininity. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I know I have been gone for a little bit, um, but I am here now with new content for you all. So on today's topic, we're going to be talking about accessing our inner wounds. Accessing our inner wounds. So one of the things that I have learned on my journey is the importance of paying attention to the things that trigger us right um paying attention to the things that cause us to be upset things that cause us to be saddened the things that cause us to question our self-worth um the things that cause us to uh question our identities the things that cause us to be flustered and embarrassed and and that evoke a sense of shame and guilt All these emotions are just emotions that are coming up to tell you that there is something here that you need to pay attention to. There is something here that you need to heal within yourself. There is something here that you are internalizing, but really you should not be. Something that really you should not be taking ownership of. Um... Usually there's a sense of, I can't get past this no matter what I do. There's a sense of not being able to climb this mountain, so to speak. And one thing that I've learned in my own personal journey is that until we learn the lessons, until we learn to really face our wounds head on, we're going to keep ending up in the same situations over and over and over again. There is a saying that time heals all wounds. And that is the biggest cap there is. Time does not heal anything. The only thing time will do is cause you to have a scar. It will give you a scar, but it doesn't mean the tissue is healed. It doesn't mean the trauma didn't happen or there's still nerve damage. That we don't flinch every time we are hit in the face or come face to face, I should say, with the things that with the thing or the things that cause the inner wound. Just like a dog or a woman or anyone who has been beaten, a child who has been beaten, 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 beaten. And it may go somewhere else where there is no violence. But every time someone, you know, comes near them, they're scared. Every time someone may raise their hand to give them a hand off the ground or to give them some food or to show them some affection, they flinch. Because all they've known 
is the pain, whether it's physical pain, mental abuse, emotional abuse. They just associate contact with abuse. So they're going to flinch for a while until they, until they heal and realize that there are people out there who are not out to harm them. And so I say all of this to you ladies because there are so many of you who are out here dating and you have not accessed your inner wounds and you pretend that they don't exist and you move on to the next person, to the next man. But all you're doing is allowing the wound to fester more and more and more. Time is not going to heal the damage that has been done. Seeing other men is not going to heal the damage that has been done. Distractions such as drugs, sex, partying, finessing men, trying to get the upper hand over men. Trying to find strategies and tactics to win over men is not going to heal the wound. What is going to heal the wound is looking at that wound face to face, it's getting honest with ourselves. And telling ourselves that I have been hurt. I've been hurt. I've, I've trusted people. They have let me down. I've been nice to people and they've returned my kindness with malice. It's acknowledging the damage that has been done and not pretending that it isn't, isn't there. But that's not where it stops because a lot of us can acknowledge the damage that has been done to us we can say this person hurt me that person hurt me this person did this but there's more to this than just acknowledging but a lot of us also do not even acknowledge this we pretend like things did not happen so acknowledgement is the first step acknowledge the things that have been done to you but next you need to take accountability for your role in this so it's not just these people, this person, this man did this to me, but it's what did I do? And it's not so this is a blame thing like, oh, you're in the wrong because so-and-so beat you or so-and-so cheated on you that makes you in the wrong. Do not convolute my words here because I am in no way saying that anything that anyone else has done to you is your fault. Okay, and I'm going to repeat that again. In, any, in no way, shape, or form am I saying that anything someone has done wrong to you is your fault. In any way, shape, or form. Okay, but you need to take responsibility and accountability, especially if you allowed it to happen over and over and over again. If you allow someone to cheat on you multiple times, that's your responsibility. Not the cheating because that's their karma, but you allowing it to happen is your responsibility and, and the lack of self-love you have for yourself. 
someone abusing you in any way, whether it's physical, emotional, um, um, physical, emotional, verbally, financially, someone abusing you, that is their karma. The abuse is their karma, but your karma is allowing it to happen again and again. Someone cheating on you, their karma, you allowing it to happen is yours over and over again, right? Over and over again, it makes it yours. Lying to you, the lie is their karma. You allowing it to be a reality for you over and over again is your karma. They're just saying people cannot do to us what we do not allow. So one thing that I always teach is we need to take accountability for our actions and our parts. Because contrary to what a lot of people want to tell you, there's this victim mentality that people like to perpetuate, perpetuate online. It takes two. There could be no victim if there was no per, um, predator, but there could be no predator if there was no victim. So in order for you to be a victim, you had to invite a predator into your life. Now, maybe you didn't knowingly invite this predator to your life, but you let him stay. You let her stay. You didn't love yourself enough to let that person go. So today's topic is accessing our inner wounds. So acknowledgement, taking accountability is next. Third is forgiveness, forgiving ourselves for allowing it to happen to us. For maybe not even knowing any better, maybe mistaking their mistreatment for love because maybe that's how we were treated in our childhood. That's the story of many women who end up in domestic violence situation. They were abused some way as a child and that's the only love they've ever known. That could be your reality right now. That toxicity is love to you. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for thinking toxicity is love. Forgive yourself for not knowing any better. Forgive yourself for doing the best that you can. Next, I want to tell you, forgive the other person. Forgive them for perhaps not knowing any better. Maybe they did know better, but forgive them for perhaps not knowing any better. Because a lot of times there's this saying also that hurt people hurt people. So a lot of times when people do things to you, they're doing out of their own wounds, their own hurt that they don't know how to handle. They're projecting it onto you because they're trying to get rid of the pain that they're feeling. The painful childhood they've been through. The painful relationships and difficult relationships they've been through. The disappointments and anger and frustrations they've been through. Have compassion. Forgive them because they also are doing the best they can. You may say, okay, I would have handled it differently, but you aren't them. 
It's always easy for us to look on the outside and say, I would have, I would have not did that. I would have not killed that person. I would have not murdered that person. I would have not stolen that. I would have not reacted that way. But that's so easy for you to do because you're not that person. We don't know the personal demons that people have wrestled with throughout their life and may be currently wrestling with. And that's why the Bible says, do not judge, lest you be judged. Now, a lot of people think that means that, okay, if I don't judge someone, that means God won't judge me. But no, this isn't about God's judgment. This is about the karma of judgment. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. What that is saying, this has nothing to do with God judging you for judging other people. What this means is that when you don't have compassion for other people, when you don't believe the best about people or when you try to see people as evil, um, even if they may be displaying evil behavior, right? When you judge that behavior, when you judge them, when you condemn them when you hold on to bitterness towards them anger resentment you are judging your own self because we all as humans are connected to each other in the spiritual world right and so the things that we do to other people whether they're good things or negative things we are in in essence doing those very same things to our own being because we're connected to them See, God has created our universe in such a way that we are interdependent upon each other. No man is an island. And so no man can act alone without there being some consequences on the collective consciousness of us all. So when a person does something, what we would judge as evil to another person, and we observe that evilness and that evil behavior, and we condemn them and say that they are evil what we are essentially doing is saying that we ourselves are evil because in essence if we were that person we would most likely behave the same way they are behaving if we had the same life experiences they had the same upbringing the same dna the same life purpose Things like that is that if we were exactly that same person. Now, what what this is the mistake that people make. People judge other people's circumstances saying what they would do based on what they based on their own personal life and the things they've been through. Which is completely different than what the next person has been through. So, yes, you would not have done it and you haven't done it, perhaps. But that's because your journey is your journey and theirs is theirs. So that's why I say have forgiveness. Because if you were that person that you are judging, you would literally be behaving the exact same way. No matter how evil or good that person is behaving, you would be behaving the same way. So it doesn't make sense to judge people because you cannot walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Without literally becoming that person in all of the experience they've had in this lifetime. And everything that's been programmed to their subconscious. So that's why when you judge other people, you're judging yourself. Because you're saying that I would be, I would do the same thing they would do. And you don't know that you're saying that. What you think you're doing is putting yourself in a superior position. 
right? That's what you think you're doing. But what you're really doing is you're putting yourself at the same level as them when you take a judgment at someone else, right? So basically what we need to do is we need to forgive other people. We need to forgive those who have hurt us. We need to forgive those who have been have who have had malice in their hearts towards us. We need to let go of the bitterness we feel towards them, the resentment, the anger that we feel towards them, the vengeance that we feel towards them. We need to stop internalizing their behavior and making it mean something about our own self-worth. Women especially, stop making the actions of the men that you have dated towards you mean something about your self-worth, particularly that you are not good enough. Because a man rejects you does not equate to your worthiness. I want to say that again. The rejection of a man does not equate to your worthiness or lack thereof. The next thing I want us to do is after we forgive ourselves and forgive those who have hurt us. And one way, and before I move on, let me say this. Um, one way that I particularly like to practice forgiveness that I think is very effective is um, sort of a ritual, they would call it, is writing down the names of those people who have hurt us. And even if you've hurt other people, please do this as well, right? If you don't, I also recommend maybe going to those people and making amends, but maybe if you're not in a talking relationship with them or maybe they passed on or something like that, then you can just do this in paper and that should be enough. But do whatever you feel your intuition is telling you. If your intuition is telling you, don't go to that person and just handle it with them, do that. If your intuition is telling you to go apologize to them, then do that. So this is very much an intuitive ritual as well. So do what feels good to you because your inner guidance um, your inner self will be your guidance. But one thing I like to do is write down the names of people that have hurt me or maybe I've offended or hurt or something like that. And kind of write down a statement saying, I release you from all debt that you owe me, be it material or spiritual in nature. I release you from all of the negative emotions between us. I release you from my perception of the damage you have done to me. And I wish you well. And I write that down. Then I end up using a, a fireproof container and I ended up burning that in there, right? So fire, when you burn something, it, it releases it into the, it releases it out into the atmosphere. It's a good way to release things. So you burn it, burn the piece of paper. And as you're burning it, Make sure you're you know, not in a place where you're going to set the place on fire. Maybe do it outside or something. Um, 
and just kind of focus on that person's face in your mind's eye. If you have a picture of them, that's even better. Um, but and it, it doesn't have to be perfect. Even if you can't perfectly remember their face, just focus on their essence. Um, in your mind's eyes, so this means close your eyes while you're doing this and imagine seeing them in front of you. Um, and just say, I release you into the positive light, into the positive light of love, right? And then, and you can say this over and over again until you actually feel like a release in your heart. Um, and you could add other words to it if you want. But just saying, I release you, I release the debt. I release you, I release the debt between us. I release you, I release the debt between us. And then kind of imagine there's this pink light, like this um, in between a baby pink and a hot pink light, right? So, But a little bit more on the softer pink side, right? So a softer pink light kind of coming from your heart space, so in the middle of your chest, emanating to the center of their chest, right? So the light is going to be coming from your chest and it's going to go into their chest. And so you're going to do this for about 10 seconds and just imagine them soaking in that light and the light covering their entire body. So from their face to their head and do this for about 10 seconds 10 to 15 seconds, I would say. And then at the end of it, again, say, I forgive you. I release you. And then you can open your eyes, right? And this ritual is very, very effective, particularly when you cannot speak to that person or you don't want to speak to that person. Um, and just releasing all the negative energies between you. Um, so that's, that's, that's a little bit of ritual for forgiveness. So after we do the forgiveness thing, I want us to really access the wound that we've been experiencing. So, and, and the wound is really connected to a pattern that we keep having. So if you keep having the pattern of men cheating on you, for example, and that you know, you, you're afraid, you have insecurities, you have trust issues, I want you to acknowledge that wound that's inside of you. I have trust issues because I've been cheated on and I don't feel like I can trust men. I feel like I'm going to attract more men who are going to cheat on me. That's the wound. So what I need you to do is come up with like three or four affirmations that affirm the opposite of that. So you can say men are trustworthy. There's nothing but loyalty and integrity in all of my relationships. I am the only option for any man I date. You kind of get the idea of the affirmations, right? So I want you to get three of them. And then I want you to, each morning, while you're brushing your teeth or getting ready for work or school or wherever, whatever you're going to do for the day, just look at yourself in the eyes, in the mirror, and repeat those three affirmations to yourself for about a minute. For about a minute. You can actually time yourself or, you know, maybe you can just kind of play it by ear and when you feel like a minute is up but just for a minute just keep saying those affirmations and I want I challenge you to do this every day for 30 days or you can do it at night you know um whichever is better like if you have a nighttime routine before you go to bed whichever 
but I, it needs to be something you do like consistently. So whichever is a better time for you in the morning or the night, whatever. And at the end of third days, access how you feel about men cheating on you. In this example, it could be whatever is your wound. But do you still feel that way? Do you still feel trustworthy? And if you don't, if you feel lighter, if you feel like better, that's good. You're on the right track. If you still feel heaviness about the subject, continue for another 30 days. Maybe add more affirmations or make it more intense. Okay? So that's how we access our inner wounds. We first, we got to acknowledge it. We got to take responsibility. We got to access forgiveness. We have to let it go. And then we have to reprogram. All right, ladies. So that was the end of this podcast. I hope you ladies enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. Again, my name is Angela. And um, I have a book called 21 Days to Feminine Magnetism, which you can find on Amazon. Um, If you like this podcast, please share it with your network. Um, Until next time, ladies, have a great rest of your day.